0: Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions.
1: As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds and myself as we talk investing, finance, retirement. And this week on the podcast, we're talking financial fact or fiction. Sometimes the easiest way for us to learn things is just to make it really simple, like a true-false test you might have taken in school or something like that. So we're going to play a little round of fact or fiction. And I realize that when you're talking about financial stuff, George, it's always easy to say, well, it depends, right? We can always kind of go to that, it depends. And it really, truly does. So a lot of these are going to be in the wording of how I say them, and often we're probably going to see that it's a little bit of both fact and fiction, but I think it's a good way to highlight some areas that people might not think about when it comes to some of these items. So first of all, how are you doing, my friend? You doing all
0: right? I'm doing fantastic. I'm loving the weather.
1: Well, good. Good. So you ready to play this game with me and see how we can do? Giddy up, Mark. Giddy up. Let's do it. All right. Fact or fiction. Your Social Security can be taxable.
0: Well, fact or fiction... Isn't the right choice. It's successful or struggling. Okay. All right. If you're successful, yes, you are going to pay some tax on your social security. Uh, on the, if you're married, uh, filing jointly, you have to calculate what's called MAGI, M-A-G-I, your modified adjusted gross income. And that's half of your social security then all of your other income, including tax-free muni bond interest. And if that's over 32000 for a married couple or twenty-five for a single person, then you have to pay tax on 50% of your Social Security. And then if it goes over another number, then you have to pay tax on 85% of the amount above that. Now, as far as this calculation, if you want the actual numbers, just uh, uh, send me an email or give us a call and ask for our 2021 financial data card. And that has all this information in there as well as the IRMA, which is the income-related uh, markup on your uh, Medicare, mm-hmm. and uh, all the different tax brackets. But, uh, but yeah, if you're successful, if you're, if you're making a lot of money, you're making more than $50,000, then uh, you're probably going to pay tax on, on most of your Social Security. Okay. And I think the, the, the worst part of that is you're actually then paying tax on principal on the money that you put in.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's for sure. Uh, So I like that, breaking that down to a success versus unsuccessful. Uh, Well, I'll stay with the fact or fiction, but I'll let you take them how you want to. And again, it's kind of in the wording, so it can be taxable. So uh, I guess that in some ways that would be fact. Uh, Fact or fiction, George, your taxes will likely, again, the key word there, be lower in retirement.
0: There's another conundrum. It's not fact or fiction. It's are you struggling or are you successful? Okay. If you're struggling, I promise you they're not going to be any lower in retirement. You know, the lower brackets are, are pretty deep. They're wide and deep. And you're not going to get a tax cut other than you, the payroll taxes when you retire. But the actual income taxes, uh, you're not going to see a lower rate. Uh, that's, a, that's even assuming that they don't raise taxes in the future, which I, I think that's a pipe dream. Uh, but if you're struggling, uh, you're not going to pay less. If you're successful, you're going to pay more and more and more. Congress has a history of only assessing income tax on the rich and what they do is they just redefine who is rich and that rich bracket keeps getting lower and lower and lower and then they' leave a lot of uh, a lot of room for inflation to create a, a hidden tax yeah so if True. you're successful I can promise you your tax isn't going down but in all probability it's going up especially when we look at the tax traps for, for Medicare, uh, the uh, income-related uh, surcharge you pay, and the tax on Social Security. And it's just a time bomb that's waiting to go off.
1: Yeah, no, very true. And of course, this is going to continue to be the case when we're spending as much as we're spending right now and things are happening. So we'll continue to see how that one plays out. So uh, I guess successful or unsuccessful, fact or fiction, however you want to word this, George, <laughs> term life insurance is better than whole life insurance.
0: Same answer. Struggling? Yes, it's truthful. If you're struggling and uh, you don't won't have a big estate and uh, after you retire and you're not relying on your earnings, then term insurance would be the great choice. People say buy term and invest the difference. If you're struggling, there is no difference. You you, you have to buy the term and, and pay the bills with, with the money that's left over. Uh, if you're successful, you've got a long-term Need for life insurance or a long-term benefit because there's many, many tax benefits uh, for life insurance with both the the death benefit and the cash value. And if you're successful, it's just a great, uh, great option. And the more successful you are, the better it is with uh, private placement life insurance. I'm just amazed at the things you can do uh, tax-wise and uh, also to pass your legacy to your heirs without uh, paying half of it in tax.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways you can go about using. I mean, life insurance has certainly changed a lot even in the last decade. And so there's a lot of ways where it can be very beneficial depending on what you're trying to do. And really that's the case with any financial vehicle. So kind of absolutes, I know we're having some fun with that and, and it is kind of hard to really give it an absolute. Because there are so many different practices and that you can put into place with different vehicles and ways to use them, and that's why it's so important. To, you know, make sure you're working with an advisor on what is unique to you. I often say on a lot of the shows that I host and talk through that you know there are generalities that affect us all, but when you know you could. Can- make those kind of uh, universal statements. But then when you start to drill it down to the individual, that's where it can really start to shake and shimmy and be a little bit different for each person. But with that said, we're going to keep playing the game anyway. So, fact or fiction, George, Medicare will cover most of your medical needs in retirement.
0: And this is the one question where the answer is clearly false. Okay. <laughs> so Medicare will pay some of it, but then you have your, the cost for the insurance. And again, that cost goes up with your income then you would need uh, a supplement kind of a policy or an advantage plan. Uh, advantage plans are great if you're healthy, people, most people get this backwards. Advantage plans are better when you're healthy, not when you need a lot of, uh, a, a lot of attention, especially if you travel, because advantage plans won't cover you all over the place. And then you have your out of pocket expenses as well. And, uh, so Medicare will definitely not take care of all your health insurance needs or your, your healthcare costs. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about lowering the age for qualification and that will create a, a real, real mess. There's uh, stories about the social security problem down the road when they run out of money. The former uh, director of the office of management of the budget says that the Medicare problem is going to be five times worse than the social security problem.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty hefty five times. Yeah, that is definitely very hefty. Well, okay. So again, if you've got some questions about this, folks, don't forget to reach out. Just have a conversation with your advisor. If you're not working with an advisor, or even if you are, but you want a second opinion because you're not talking about some of these things, reach out to George. Give him a jingle at 215-699-1050. That's 215-699-1050. Or stop by his main website there at mcwealth.com. That's mcwealth.com. We also have the podcast website where you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or just listen to the podcast or share or whatever the case might be. And that is the ProsperPodcast.com. Again, just ProsperPodcast.com. One more, George. I'm going to let you get out of here this week. And in fact or fiction, as we get older, we should gradually shift from stocks to bonds.
0: Well, we've been saying around here there's three kinds of markets there's bull markets, there's bear markets, and blah markets. <laughs> the market can go up, down, or sideways. There have been decades where bonds have been much riskier than stocks and give lower returns. So doing something based on your age or whatever the crystal ball says is just a bad idea all the time. And what you should be doing is what's the current? Where's the current going? Where's the trend in the market? And adjust your portfolio based on that. And of course, your, your tolerance and your need for, for risk, your, your loss tolerance. The sixty forty portfolio that we've talked about on several other shows, uh, there's a lot of headlines saying the 60-40 portfolio is dead. And what's really dead is the buy and hold or buy and hope style of investing. You're not going to be able to just buy one investment or two investments, mix them together and just you know go to the shore. It it's, doesn't work that way. It requires more attention nowadays. And again, you don't have to time the market, but you have to see what's going on and make sure you're moving in the right direction with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And every situation, again, folks, is going to be different. So, you know, that's one of those adages that we've all kind of heard that that we should shift from stocks to bonds as we get older. Uh, But everything's, you know, a lot of those rules of thumbs just don't always hold water right now. And especially in the, the last few years, things have shifted and changed so much. So. As always, if you hear something that piques your interest on the podcast, check with a qualified professional. Before you take any action, reach out to George at 215-699-1050. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you like to use when it comes to listening to podcasts. And that way you can catch new episodes as they come out or check out past episodes. And George, of course, is the wealth manager and chief tax strategist at Protective Wealthcare and uh, helping you here in the Pennsylvania area. So reach out to him, 215 699 Ten That's the number to call. George, thanks for hanging out with me today and playing some factor fiction or successful and unsuccessful, however we want to word that. But thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you have a great week.
0: Nice talking to you, Mark.
1: We'll see you next time here on the podcast, folks. Stay safe and sane. And we'll talk to you later here on the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds. Investment Advisor Representative Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Inc., a registered investment advisor, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a broker dealer. Member Finra Sipik. Cambridge and Protective Wealthcare are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.